Welcome back to Cool Girls Only. Hey, Jord, how's it going? I am so good. How are you, Maddie? I am also so good. I am like just feeling in the holiday spirit. You look way more in the holiday spirit than I do, though. You got your tree lit and everything. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. The tree helps. It's like it sets the tone for my aesthetic. So then I can just Mm. wear like neutral colors, but then my tree looks really cute and festive. So it like, you know what I mean? We balance each other out. Yeah. No, I love it. I love it. It's getting me excited. I need to like put on a put on a holiday playlist and just bake some cookies or something. That was, I know. that should have been my vibe this weekend, but it wasn't, I think I'm thinking next weekend, I'm thinking I'm going to do that and go to Lincoln park and see the Christmas lights. I'm excited. I love that. Yeah. Last night, um, Caleb and I played Remy cube on oh. our floor and watched the Grinch. It was a vibe. That's so fun. Okay. I've actually never played that game though what what is that game I feel like I know yeah rummy cube I've heard of it I just don't know what it is for those of you who like phase 10 the card game I think rummy cube is a good like reflection of phase 10 but it's with like pieces almost like scrabble but with numbers Mm, I don't know yeah I like it and I'm not a huge numbers gal like I wouldn't say that about myself (laughs) at all so like yeah even if you're not into like math or anything, it's a fun, it's fun. Yeah. time. Yeah. Oh, that is so fun. I need some games. I need to buy some games. I like that. That's a nice like date night at home. Games in the Grinch. I know when I'm feeling like restless, I'm, I'm one of those people that like cannot handle doing nothing all day. And so Caleb knows me well enough by now that like when I'm restless, I either need to go for a walk or like I need to do something other than just like watch TV or sit on the couch. Like I have to do something or else I'll go crazy. Yeah, I feel that. Especially now that it's so cold. I'm feeling like that way all the time now. So Mm -hmm. noted. Need to get some games. Yeah. Um, Do you have a rec for this week? I do have a rec for this week. So I just got these new headphones for work, actually. Um, they're the Bose Quiet Comfort 45. They're over the ear noise canceling headphones. Um, I used to have the, oh my God, what is that super popular uh, brand beats, of headphones? Beats. beats. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I had beats for like five years. I loved the over the ear. And ever since then, like at work, I have these this like headset that is not over the ear. So if you are a person that wears glasses, like it just drives me crazy to have like uncomfortable headphones on. Um, So yeah, I got these new headphones super productive lately. Just they're a vibe. Yeah, no, there's like nothing better than putting on noise canceling headphones and just knocking out your to-do list. Like it's one of my favorite things. And sometimes Joe is like, he'll be playing music in our apartment and I'll put headphones on and he'll be like, what are you doing? Like, I'm playing music. I'm like, sometimes I literally just need it. I need it in my ear, like blasted so I can just do things, you know? Like, yeah. Like I want no outside noise whatsoever. I want to sing along with (laughs) whatever I'm hearing and I don't want to hear myself. You know what I mean? Like I need it to just be that's the level it needs to be at Mm -hmm. I feel you Mm -hmm. I need to get some because we were just talking before this about how much we hate airpods you know they're just I'm like out of that phase like I need I'm going back to the wired headphones at this point because like I'm just over them this is my second pair of airpods in like 
they're, they suck. they're already starting they, to glitch. <laughs> they literally suck. I'm so sick of AirPods. I am like an Apple ho. I have an Apple computer. My phone is Apple. Like I would never switch to any other type of like device. But when it comes to AirPods, they just are not up to par at all. Mm-hmm. Not even close yeah. for the cost. I know. And it's unfortunate because they're so like convenient, but I need to, I do love the over the ear. I do steal Joe's headphones. Sometimes he has the AirPod maxes, like the over the ear mm-hmm. Apple ones. And those are very good. Very yeah. good. Very expensive, but very good. I love them. Um, but yeah, I'm just like, so over, so over them. That's a good wreck. Put, put on your headphones yeah. and knock out your to do, to do list. Yeah, get some shit done. What about you? Yeah. So, so my rec, I also, <laughs> I didn't even introduce this episode. Obviously you guys know you clicked on it. This episode is about thriving in and out of your nine to five. We're talking all things, productivity, um, hobbies, things we do after work, things we do before work. And one of the things we mentioned at the end of the episode was just like how waking up early has really helped our day in general, just be so much better. And I've always struggled with waking up early. I still do. Um, but one thing, and we've talked about him before is Andrew, Andrew Huberman. He has a podcast called Huberman lab. And I just think all of his episodes are so great. Like there's just so many takeaways from all of them. They are very long though. And he does have one episode on sleep that like he does a really deep dive in, but I was actually today listening to a different episode. It's called sleep toolkit tools for optimizing sleep and sleep waking time. Um, so it's really just a really tangible episode. It's literally a toolkit for waking up early and like optimizing your sleep. Um, so that is my rec. I highly recommend listening to his episodes, like any topic. I just, he's so knowledgeable and it's so easy to listen to. I know he's absolutely killing it. He's in such like a niche space because so many, I feel like there's a line of like academics that splits people who are very factual research-based like podcasters and then people for example like us who just shoot our shit and we're just Mm -hmm. talking back and forth and it's more conversational we're not experts by any means yeah (laughs) and anything I've never like I don't know anything (laughs) yeah (laughs) so like he's like so so incredible at taking actual research-based scientific studies and like giving you takeaways so I agree I'm obsessed with Andrew Huberman right now yeah. Oh my God. Me too. So definitely go listen. I'll link these in the show notes and I hope you guys enjoyed the episode. This episode is very timely, especially like towards the end of the year. I feel like, I don't know, things can get either very busy or very chill depending on like where you work. Mm-hmm. Um, for me, very busy. What about you? Are you, are you kind of like in a, okay. Yeah. We're kind of the opposites right now. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I think this is always good to like, think about things to think about in your job and out of your job and like how to kind of find balance, um, which I think is something we talk about a lot, but it's definitely easier said than done, especially for me. <laughs> so I think the first thing we kind of wanted to get into is like how we focus and like avoid distractions during work, which is I think really difficult, especially working from home. It's so hard. And I feel like people are like, everyone is on this work from home spectrum of like some people 
cannot stop and they just work all the time and they have no boundaries and they're just like it's never ending and then there are people who watch like the bachelor yeah on the couch like while they work (laughs) so I feel like it, it just depends where you sit on that spectrum but I know you and I like feel the same way about this we have a lot of the same um notes on this topic but I said like keep a list of things you need to get done in a day. This is something that for me is really helpful because I'm in meetings so often. Like at this point in my career, I'm on calls for 85% of my day, of my working day and not like calls where I just listen, like calls where I'm expected to be active. So it's like, it's a challenge. Um, And it's really difficult to get shit done because I'm actually supposed to be paying attention on these calls all day. So keeping a list, a realistic list, um, I keep it in OneNote, which is a Microsoft application, but mm-hmm. I just keep a list of literally like three or four things that I know I need to get done in a given day. Honestly, I keep it based on like a week. In this week, I need to get whatever these 10 things done. And then throughout my day, making sure I'm like making some sort of progress. Mm-hmm. So that helps me a lot. And it helps me feel accomplished when my day is done. Because like something I've struggled with making that transition from being like an individual contributor, not on many calls where I'm expected to be active to then being on calls like all day, every single day is I don't feel like I'm productive anymore. Like I don't feel like I'm getting anything done because I'm just fucking talking. That's literally Um, like when you're in calls all day, that's how you feel. Like I feel the same way. I'm like, how am I? So like I'm on calls all day now. Like what am I supposed to do my actual work? You know, like it's crazy. It's horrible. I mean, Like I'm adjusting, but yeah, that's been hard because you don't have a tangible list of things that you're immediately responsible for doing. And it's super easy to measure whether or not you're successful in that. So it's a lot more like I made progress understanding this person that works for me. So that was something that I can like check off a list, even though that's, you know what I mean? Like it's more like Mm. intangible things. Yeah. Um, But regardless, keep a list. I also said take actual breaks where you step away. So like I'm really, really bad at this <laughs> where I will tell myself I'm taking a break, but I'm sitting at my desk and I'm like on Instagram, wiggling my mouse, checking teams, maybe messaging someone here and there. And I tell myself that's my break, mm-hmm. but like that's not a break. I'm just fucking around at my desk. Like yeah. I need to step away and actually give myself a mental break so then I can come back and actually work instead of this like ridiculous in between. No, I, yeah, I feel like we all struggle with this. Cause like, that's so true. Like sometimes I just need to stand up, like stand up and walk away from the desk rather than, yeah, sitting there scrolling and like just more stimulation and like screens. Mm-hmm. It's just so, oh, I hate it. I hate it. I feel like I've been kind of getting better at that, but yeah, it's definitely, I try and like keep my phone kind of away from my desk at this point because it's just too easy to just, if there's like a free second, you know, just pick it up. (laughs) Oh, I, I know it's, it's so bad, but yeah, that was one. And then take a lunch break, go for a walk. Um, I also said, again, this is like more to me and my issues right now, but avoid going to every call or meeting if you're in them for more than half of your day um 
chances are it's not necessary for you to be on every single one of those calls and it's actually wasting your time. And I forget who I need to, I need to figure out which book this is. And I I'll put it as the rec um, for this episode, but there's like a book about like focus and productivity and in it, it talks about like literally being productive in your nine to five in your work life and like, don't accept a meeting invite. If there's no agenda, if you, if you see the agenda and there's nothing on it where you're responsible for anything, like, why are you going ask the question? Hey, like just wanted to check in what was needed from me on this call. Like mm-hmm. it sounds super passive aggressive, but honestly, like so many companies culture, like their cultures revolve around meetings in the company I work for. It's horrible. Like everyone sets up a meeting for everything yeah, and it gets to a point where it's too much. Like, like it can be an email. <laughs> you know, literally, like it can be a message, email, or like even yes, a Teams chat. No, I I feel that that's like even something worth bringing up to your manager too, and like I don't know, just making sure you're not like wasting your time. I think that's definitely something that I don't know. Companies just don't care any. Like I I don't know. Ever since COVID, it's like meetings, meetings, meetings. Uh, like calendar is full. (laughs) It drives me literally insane. And it's true because, and I've talked about this before with you because it was a revelation I had, but when I'm in those calls, even if I'm not fully a hundred percent focused on the conversation at hand, and it's not necessary for me to speak, it's still taking away my energy and my focus and where I could be doing other things Mm -hmm. like anything in life. If you're going to half-ass it, like half-assing is still putting a little ass towards something (laughs) exactly you you're still like losing from it there's still like an opportunity cost of being on that call and it's like it took me so long to have that revelation of even though I'm not talking and I'm trying to do something else on the side I'm just half-assing both of these things when I could have gotten this excel report done in half Mm -hmm. the time not being on the call no it's so true Um, okay. I think for me, I mean, very similar, like priority list. I start every day with like a list. I also use OneNote, and I also keep track of like, instead of just deleting it off of OneNote, like when it's done, I like keep a track of, keep track of a list of things that I completed just so like I can see throughout the day or week, like everything that was on my to-do list that that. I checked off. Yeah, Yeah. I, I started doing that in like my first job because someone kind of gave me some advice, like just to keep track of things you're doing and like projects that you've been a part of. And I don't know, just having a list of everything that you completed. It just helps when it comes time to like, like end of year reviews and I don't know, things like that. So I like keeping track of everything. So I literally just have like a to-do list. And then in another tab, I have like a completed list. So that's just a little tip. Um, but Yeah. I, I do that like every day. I try and stay really organized with that. And like I said, just like putting my phone away, it, it can be a huge distraction if it's just like sitting there and I have a second or even like sometimes if I'm on calls and I'm like bored of the call, I could be, you know, like I just try and keep my phone like plugged in or like put away somewhere. Cause it's just, I hate it. What's like the thing that you always do when you have your phone during work? Like, is it Instagram or Pinterest? Well, I don't have Instagram on my phone. I think it's Pinterest, Um, which I love Pinterest, but there's a time and place. (laughs) (laughs) 
if the tongue flips. Yeah. So like, I will say it's not like terrible. Like it's not, I don't have TikTok. I don't have Instagram. I feel like those are the two biggest things that can like really suck up your time. So like, I'm not going to lie. Pinterest is like not the worst thing in the world, but yeah, I, I still try and keep it away because it's just distracting for like, or like, I'll just even be going through like my personal emails, just like random random things mm-hmm. like I don't mm-hmm. really necessarily need to be doing I just like have a screen in front of me so I'm just going to click on the apps and go through them um yeah so I I try and keep that away and then my other like tip that I have been trying to do recently too is like sitting away from my computer desk um while I'm eating lunch like I'll like if I'm working from home obviously um like try and like actually make myself lunch get up sit at my table and eat without like work in front of me. I don't know. I just feel like I need that break sometimes. And like eating while you're like working, it's just like too much. So just it's take fucking just worst. lunch. Just eat it. I know. Go back. <laughs> oh, this one's so bad for me too. Like I love cooking during the work day. I literally love it because it's such a nice break. You are mm-hmm. actually focusing your mental energy on something else. And you, in my opinion, like when I cook my own lunch, like actually make something, put something together, not just eating chips and whatever the fuck I have in my fridge. Snacks. Like, yeah. Yeah. Buffalo chicken dip from Trader Joe's. Like I feel so much more detached for a second and I feel so much better when I come back to it. But yeah, the last like two weeks I've been on calls during like the three hour window of lunch. And so I just end up eating whatever I have in my fridge on a call. Sometimes I'm on video literally. And my manager will be like, Oh, like come on video. It's fine. You can eat. Like why I I eat. I'm not going to lie. Some people probably think it's so weird, but like I eat snacks and sometimes lunch on calls, like a decent amount. Well, with my video having calls all day, and during lunch, what do they expect? <laughs> I know. Sometimes I'm like, all right, I'm going to eat my lunch. Hope no one minds. And of course, no one says they mind. And they're like, it's fine. It's fine. What are you having? And I'm just like, <laughs> start, start small talk. Yeah. What, you're, what you're eating. <laughs> yeah. I know. I hate that. I do not enjoy eating on camera. I do not enjoy when someone puts a call on the calendar at lunchtime. During lunch. I yeah. know. I used to have a manager that would block his lunch hour. He would That's literally block a it. Good and be idea. Like, nope, I'm. I'm. This is my lunch. I'm not attending this call. Yeah. And at the time, I'd be like, you know, I need you on this call. Damn it! I wish you were <laughs> not eating your lunch right now. But looking back, I'm like, damn. He set boundaries. Yeah. And he stuck to them. And that's on having really good boundaries. Mm-hmm. Like we we need to learn from him. TBA. We do. We do. Speaking of uh, <laughs> the next kind of topic, we wanted to talk about is how we practice having balance and like knowing when to turn work off. I'm tips. so savage with this. <laughs> so I am so, so savage with this. You guys, like I, we've talked about it before and there are people listening who have professions where you need to be always on. If you are an investment banker and you are making close to a quarter million dollars a year and your <laughs> boss calls you, sure, answer it. That's what you get paid yeah. for. Like that's your that's job. What that's what you wanted. <laughs> if you are a nurse or something in the medical field, I know that that's a part of your life. Work is sometimes a constant. 
you're doing the fucking Lord's work, like literally saving lives. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Sure. I get it. You need to have your phone on you. Most of us, you and me included, nothing we do is literally impacting the world in an extremely positive way. (laughs) Like we work in marketing. We work for both like tech companies. It's not like what we do is super, super, super important. And I think there is a danger in feeling too much of your worth through your job. And I think a lot of people like show that through answering emails during dinner or Mm -hmm. taking a call from their boss at a family function or like there's so many examples of how we show the people in our life that like work is a huge part of our personality and our our worth and I think that's very dangerous and especially when we're young we can get sucked into this culture so much especially living in cities as well it's even more amplified um yeah it becomes like a part of your identity it fully fully is and it's not okay (laughs) yeah I know it's kind of weird because we're at like a stage in life where it's like, okay, we graduated and now we get a job. And like, that's kind of like, that's kind of all we have right now. We don't have children. It's like you grow up and obviously other things become so much more important, but I just feel like that stage where like you're at your first job, it becomes like your whole life. And like, you're kind of maybe, especially living in New York when I had my first job, you're, it's kind of a pressure you feel to like, be a part of the grind and like literally be obsessed with your job and yep it sucks <laughs> it does suck and it's super unhealthy and yeah i i just feel very strongly about this most of us in corporate america or honestly even like small businesses i worked for a startup and it was that was where the worst culture was like in terms oh, yeah. of taking advantage of people's personal time um mm-hmm. but in general like don't put your work shit on your personal devices again, unless it is extremely important for you to be on all the time, which eight out of 10 times I would say is not the case. Um, don't put it on your fucking personal phone. Like don't mm-hmm. have your work slack. Don't have your work email on your personal devices. That is a slippery slope and it's how people lose touch with the real world. I feel like you just get sucked into this work life. And for some people, maybe that's like, if you're really striving to get a promotion in the next year, or you're really, you're, I don't know, maybe you're up for a new job at a different company and you're interviewing, or there are plenty of scenarios where it does make sense to be more connected with your professional life. But I think for the most part, people who cannot detach from work, it's like a huge red flag for me. I think it's it's really off-putting. And again, there are people where it's necessary. That's different. Most of us, I think we feel it's necessary. And I was in this trap in my last job. Like I was just obsessed. I would wake up and check my Slack. I would go to sleep and check my Slack. I would check my email. I was inbox zero until no joke, like 10, 11 PM at night. Like that's yeah. disgusting. There's no I feel like we've that. literally Yeah, no, I completely agree. I feel like we've all been there. And like, I don't know. I, I don't I I'm curious to know like when do you think it kind of changed for you? Like was it a change of mindset or like It was a change of job. It was the company I was okay. at. Like okay. the company yeah. I was at like expected that. And I think 
there are definitely companies, especially in big cities, that kind of, you know, mm-hmm. subtly. It's the culture. Put, yeah, like it's totally. part of the culture. They put that expectation on you. If I call you at 1130, I expect you to answer and call me back. And yeah, it's like, no. <laughs> right. And it also goes to show like a lot of the things that we do in life are a choice. It was a choice for me to work at that job where I was completely taken advantage of mm-hmm. and like sucked into that culture. And I'm so fucking happy I left. I'm but, so happy you left too. Oh my God. Yeah. Like there, there are other places that you could work and that you could put your time and energy into that would respect your boundaries. And so when people can't make that cutoff, it, I personally think it says a lot about them. Like, Mm-hmm. I know people in my life who just can't disconnect and it's like mm-hmm. the worst thing ever because you're like wow you're such a great person but you can't let go of this there's part no of your boundaries ever. yeah yes 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 yeah. so that's yeah. a big one like just get it off your personal device unless you have to have it and most of us we don't have to have it yeah no I completely agree like keeping it off like I really never put that put like my email or anything on my phone. I think for my first job, of course, because I just felt like I had to. I feel like Um, we all did. did. Yeah. For our first jobs. Yeah. Yeah. Like we thought it was, that's what you're supposed to do. Um, I have a work phone now, luckily. So like, it's just all there. I don't have anything on my personal phone, which is really nice. Um, yeah, that's honestly key, like completely key. Don't, don't keep it on your phone. I will say for me too, is like, I don't know, just in terms of having balance and knowing when to turn off. Sometimes I like procrastinate during work a bit and I don't know, like, (laughs) so you can't really turn off when you're like, haven't finished your shit. So that also kind of ties into like keeping my phone away from my desk and just like not being so distracted and just like getting my shit done. Um, so like don't procrastinate during the day because then you'll literally be up working because you didn't finish what you had to do like stop this bullet point is fucking fire i need to stop swearing so much it's been a while since we recorded you can tell my mouth is bad um but yeah i literally love this what you just said so much because it's so true like there are people who go to work and i'm dying because i literally like heard from caleb about people that he works with and they go to they show up at the office at like 9 30 or 10 a.m and then they wonder why they're working at 7 Mm p.m and it's like you didn't show up you didn't start working until late like what do you mean just get it done just get there and leave at a reasonable hour and it'll be fine it's so (laughs) funny because it's like I am so guilty of this too and it's such a true one for working from home like if you procrastinate and you don't get your shit done that is why you are working late because you chose Mm -hmm. not to get your shit done yeah Exactly. So that's, that's a huge one for me. And I feel like I've definitely gotten better at this, but there's definitely some procrastination sometimes still. So like, I don't know, that's just a big one. Like if you maybe reevaluate, like how you're using your time, I guess that's, I guess the takeaway for that one. Um, and then my last tip, I guess, is really like we mentioned, like some people don't really have an option here mm-hmm. working super long hours, being on call. The thing is though, like you, you kind of know signing up for that, like that's what you're in for. But for people like us who are like maybe at a startup, like you said, and like working crazy hours and didn't really, I guess, want to, or think you were signing up for that. I would either like have a conversation with your manager to like understand how you could 
have a better work-life balance or just literally reevaluate like where you're at. Like, what are you doing? Mm -hmm. Is this what you want? Like maybe put in a year or two and then move on somewhere else. Or like, do you need to get the fuck out now? Like, is it terrible? Um, I think just reevaluating where you're at and like, even just trying to have a conversation, whether your manager is like, I don't know, open to helping you have a better work-life balance or like comes back and says, no, like, sorry, this is, you're at a startup. We can't (laughs) accommodate to this. I mean, it's, I guess just kind of up to you to figure out like where your values lie and like where you want to go, because some people like truly thrive and enjoy working Mm -hmm. all the time and like, no, no shame. Like if that's your personality and you enjoy it, great. Couldn't be me, but (laughs) it could not be me. I don't, I just don't, I don't know. Maybe one day I'll feel that way. If I loved, loved, loved what I did, then I get it. Like people who are super passionate about something and they work crazy, like 70 hour plus weeks, at least you're super passionate about it and you love what Mm -hmm. you do and you feel like what you're doing is impacting something, but yeah, I don't, I don't I really think it has way. like a huge, like the company itself, the people you work with, like that all has so much to do with it too. Because like where True. I work right now, I literally love everyone I work with the company. Like I actually feel valued and like, like they actually care about their employees. So like, I really do not mind working extra. Like I don't mind it at all because I feel literally for the first time in my career that like I'm working for a company that actually is taking care of me and like cares. Mm -hmm. So that makes me feel good. Like when I worked for these other companies that didn't give a fuck, like I was pissed. Like when I had to work extra or like do anything above like what my role expected. (laughs) So I don't know that also has a huge huge thing to do with it too. Yeah. And like you said, like you knew going into this role, the expectations that you're working in e-commerce, you're working for Mm -hmm. a consumer brand. Like there are going to be times around the holidays, like you, you've talked about before where you have to work a lot and a lot, and you know, for example, myself right now, it's so slow around the holidays. So it's just knowing those expectations and so many companies don't disclose this information like if you're listening and you're like what the fuck no one told me I'd have to work so much yeah like it's 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 not yeah you really need to ask and be upfront about it and I love that advice like talk to your manager and be honest like this isn't working for me I'm struggling Yeah, this isn't what I signed up for (laughs) like I didn't know (laughs) yeah I mean it's funny because like when I started my most recent job. Like they've been talking about this period of like black Mm -hmm. Friday, cyber Monday, like the craziness, um, of like all the sales we do and like how much we'll work and stuff for, they've been talking about it since I started, which was like in March. So it's been in the back of my mind for like Mm -hmm. months. So I have been preparing for it and they make it fun. Like we have happy hours during this time. We have like like competitions, like just like fun stuff. Like they try and actually make it fun, which I don't know at other companies. I just never felt like it was just work, work, work. And like, you get nothing out of it. So at least it's like somewhat, (laughs) you know, enjoyable. Yeah. But yeah, I'm, and it's also temporary, you know, that's also in my head because some people, I mean, Mm -hmm. I couldn't work like this all the time, you know? I know much. sometimes I think about like people who are CEOs of large corporations, like on calls 
crazy early in the morning, super late at night. Like you're just expected to do all of this stuff. I mean, obviously you're paid for it. A lot of these companies pay very well, especially like large corporations. So I get you're compensated for it, but yeah, you're right. It takes a certain type of person to really find that much like purpose and value out of work to spend so much time doing it. Yeah, for sure. It's, uh, it's crazy. It's a battle. It really, really is. Um, okay. So speaking of finding balance, I know we had a hobbies episode recently. You guys loved the hobbies episode. And this is just us doing a little hobbies check-in and like seeing how we spend our time after work. Have we found any new hobbies since our hobby episode? TBD. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I guess for me, I have been kind of reading a bit more. I know like in the hobbies episode, I mentioned that I've been into reading lately. I have been trying to do that a little bit more and keeping the TV off during the week after work, which has been really nice. Um, I've also been going into the office more too. So that has kind of been an interesting transition because like, I really don't go in that often, but obviously recently it's been a little busier. So I've been going in and I just like am reminded of when I like used to go into the office every day and had no energy to do anything after work. Like I'm getting back to those days. I'm just like, I just don't have the energy when I get home. I'm like, how do people do this every day? I just don't understand. And like um, people who have kids that I think is... about that sometimes, like how did, how did they do it? Like if you had to no. commute 45 minutes to an hour one mm-hmm. way and you don't get home till like 7 PM, I just can't Super human, super human. Like I literally, yeah. I think about that as well. And I'm just like shocked, shocked. They come to come home to like cook a meal to maybe go to the gym. Like, I don't know, to take care of yourself. It's it's a balance. That's for sure. So I'm like, honestly trying to figure out the balance of the days that I go in the office. And I will say like, I have been enjoying cooking recently a bit more. And the key for me is like a lot of planning. Like I really have to take Sunday to like plan the meals that we want to have this week. And like Joe and I will go grocery shopping on Sundays and like get everything we need just to have it all because if it's not here and I get home late, mm, I'm just like, mm-hmm. mm, let's just order, you know, order something because it just gets to be a little, um, my energy levels get to be a little too low to like even think about what I want to make. So I don't know. I think the balance of going into the office and trying to like balance my day is kind of a new challenge, but on the days that I'm not, I really enjoy reading just hanging out with snow. It's also getting colder. So like she's been inside a little bit more. So we need to play with her a little more because got a lot of puppy energy pent up. Um, but one of the, one of the new hobbies since our hobby episode that I'm trying to get into a little bit more is writing. Like obviously I journal still, but I don't know. I'm kind of like feeling like writing recently. So I kind of want to, I was looking into maybe taking like a course or something in Chicago, maybe next year, but that'd be kind of fun. You should write a book. I would love to like, that's like actually a goal. Uh, so we'll see. (laughs) I'm excited. You're thriving. (laughs) Um, you guys know cooking for me. I'm obsessed. I've been into like 
working out for the past year, like just going to the gym, I fought, I fell out of pure bar. They screwed me out of like two of my class credits. What? <laughs> yeah. Them. Like literally it was like a glitch in the app. Like one second it was in the app and then I didn't book a class or anything and then it was gone. And then they were like contacted <laughs> me and they're like, oh, you never actually had that many credits. And I was like, what? Like, why are you gaslighting me Excuse about my you. class credits? <laughs> So anyways, me and Pure Bar needed to take a break. I did try a hot yoga class um, this weekend, mm. which was extremely difficult, harder than I remember. Wow. Where did you take it? It, it was called HeatWise. It's in Brooklyn Heights. Ooh. Yeah. Hot yoga is a good one. It really like slapped me in the face. Like, it was so <laughs> difficult. Like, there's nothing that will make you... I don't know. I feel like hot yoga is such a roller coaster ride. Like one second I'm like feeling all these endorphins, like I'm starting to sweat, I'm feeling good. The next second I'm like holding on to the wall. I'm gonna pass, I'm gonna pass out. out. <laughs> I know. And I end, literally I'm always like, try and set sit by the door just in case. Yes. Oh my god, dude. Really? It really was. And I had a lot of water. I took my mm-hmm. vitamins, like I ate breakfast. I did all the things. You were prepped. to prepare myself to not pass out at hot yoga. And it was a challenge. It was a close call. <laughs> it was so we'll see I like I feel like you have the best advice of sprinkling in like new workout classes yeah. here and there mm-hmm. I love that so I'm trying to keep my body doing something semi new every once in a while instead of just going to the gym mm-hmm. also life update our apartment complex is now going to start charging us an amenity fee no which just like sucks because we haven't had to pay it so far this oh, whole year sucks. I know. And it's, it's a it's nice like a monthly gym. thing. It's monthly. Yeah. Ugh, that's so annoying. I know. I know. So now I really feel the need to go to the gym because I actually have to pay, have to for, pay it. for it. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Um. So yeah, trying to go to the gym more. And outside of that kind of opposite of you, I've been really into a couple shows on Netflix. <laughs> One is Crown, the new you watched season. It? I've been watching. Oh my god, I'm obsessed. Of course, Wait, I watched are you it done on the weekends? <laughs> are you yes. already done? Yes. Oh my god. Okay, I like just started, so no spoilers. I'm like a couple Wait, episodes. Did in. you? Oh, like from the beginning, or from this I, episode, so or season? Caleb and I are fully obsessed with all British television, and we rewatched all of Crown before this new season came out. Oh, so okay, we rewatched all of it, and now we just in the past few days literally started okay watching the new season i actually really like it i feel like the reviews were kind of mixed i didn't really read anything or like see anything on social about it but i thought it was really good and i think the actress that plays princess diana is iconic like she looks yeah so similar it's insane i know i love the cast i think it's 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 so so good so far like i know some people don't really get into it it's not crazy action-packed like it's not but it's dramatic it's the drama and the fact that it's real I mean real exactly based on real events but you know I like to believe that's what actually happened there's a full like website on the history channel that goes through what events in crown actually occurred and you can read about the historical events it's very interesting okay I must check that out yeah. yeah, I love the crown. Mm. <laughs> um, 
And then also Dead to Me with Christina Applegate. Have you seen that one? Okay, so I have watched... How many seasons are there? Is this the new the one? The third, third and final just came out. Okay, so I've watched two seasons. I haven't started the third yet. Is it good? Yeah, I just started it literally today, like two hours ago. It was it was pretty good. Okay, yeah, that show's funny. It's good. I love it. I think that the two main girls are just freaking hilarious. They're so funny. No, they're good. It's That's a good cast too. No, I need to watch. We've been really into White Lotus lately. I have never seen it ever. Not once. Really? Okay. I know people are obsessed. I liked the first season a lot. The new season is also really good. I love the cast. Like it's just such an interesting show. They just create these like characters and they're so crazy. Like I don't even know how to describe seasons. Yeah. This, this is the second season and it comes out. Um, the new episodes come out on Sundays. So I think like the fifth episode or something is out. But by the time this episode comes out, maybe the whole season will be out. So you can just binge it. (laughs) Yeah, I do need to start it. We also saw, not on Netflix, but will be soon, I think, um, Glass Onion, which is the next movie in A Knives Out. Yeah. Yeah. It was No, I need to see that. Okay. So much content. I love all the content around the holidays, you know. it's Me too. So many good movies and shows. Yeah. Seriously. Speaking of movies, I've been wanting to go see Black Panther. Like, I haven't been to the movies. I literally haven't been to the movies since we lived in Brooklyn and went to see Batman. Like, that is okay, so that's long a ago. <laughs> I know. And I love going to the movies. I just haven't gone. I don't know. We went to Alamo Draft House today to see Glass Onion. And for those who don't know, Alamo Draft House is like, a nice theater. It's kind of a little more expensive. You can get like food and alcohol and stuff like weighted mm-hmm. tables and, and everything to your seat. And so Caleb and I are going to see Glass Onion and there are these two easily under 10 year old boys who oh are God. just Maddie. The amount of chomping of popcorn was <laughs> 10 out of 10, like out of control. Oh my God. And then they were just like sucking, like slurping on these Sprite drinks the whole why are kids so annoying like so and annoying. i literally like kept looking over at them like i am so irritated with you but you're also a child so it's yeah, so like, I can't hard say anything exactly oh like God. what are you gonna say and like the dad was not doing anything in fact he was probably making it worse by ordering additional bowls of popcorn keep the popcorn coming the unlimited oh my god oh my god it was so hard and it, then it's just like I yeah I couldn't I can't with that place because I just like I'm so not into the fact that people are walking through the aisles bringing food out in the middle of the movie the shuffling the bent over shuffling (laughs) they're like ducking I can't it's so distracting and like the first time we went there so we like I had high expectations because people like tell me people are obsessed they, they will come from like Upper East Side, all the way to Brooklyn, just mm-hmm. to go to this movie theater. So I'm like, okay, I must go. Like, I have to try it. We literally lived in the building. Like, okay, we're gonna yeah. go. And 
yeah, we went, this is when Batman was out and like the first 30 minutes of the movie, I don't remember anything that happened because we had ordered popcorn and everyone's popcorn came out except ours. So I'm like, you know how you have to write notes? Like, yeah. You have, you have to, to write-, write your order on a little piece of paper and stick it on a like, thing. Did you not stick it on the automate thing? this shit? No, I did. And they took my order and then it just never came. So I ended up writing another note, like oh, <laughs> our order never came. <laughs> Missing like popcorn. Notes. Yes. Like, <laughs> And it finally ended up coming. And then, yeah, just the whole movie, they're like running in and out of the aisles. No, I was like, no, I don't like this. I I like a movie theater that has like the comfy seats, like the recliner. That's good. That what's the it's the Regal, I think, in the Lower East Side. That is a good movie theater. Okay, I'm going to probably go there next time because I just can't. And then the woman next to me is like eating chicken fingers. It smells like chicken fingers. (laughs) Like, I just don't want it. I don't want it. Oh, my God. I know. Yeah. Oh, totally off topic. But we're going to Second City for the first time next Yay. or this Friday. I'm really excited. I loved it. You guys will have so much fun. Yeah. And isn't it super good. close to your apartment? Yeah. It's like on our street, just like north, like a probably a 15 minute walk, 10 minute walk. Nice. Yeah. So fun things, fun things. But anyways, way off topic. Movie theaters, children eating popcorn. Okay. Besides our hobbies, what has been working for us lately in terms of work-life balance and just thriving in our nine-to-fives? Um, I will say, and you guys know this is just like hard for me always, but waking up early, like it's funny because I'll have like good weeks and I'll have bad weeks. I'll have a good week where I'll literally wake up every day at six, do my shit. Like I'll go to the gym. I'll just be super wellnessy in the morning and just taking care of myself. And then the week after I'm like, can't get my ass out of bed. So it's like, (laughs) it's honestly a work in progress, but I will say I feel better when I wake up early and I like have time to dedicate to myself in the morning and just like start off on the right note. And I also feel like Joe and I have talked about this too. It just like feels better for our relationship in general, because when we both wake up and like do our stuff in the morning, then after work, we just have more time to like not be Mm -hmm. so rushed and like both of us going to the gym and like not spending any time together or like not being able to cook, just things like that. I think waking up early and having like a consistent routine is literally key for me having like a good day. So working on it. What about you? I love that. I I said the exact same thing. Waking up early, especially with daylight savings time, like it's so bright in the morning, pretty much after like 6, 6.30, the sun is up or rising at least. And it is pitch black in New York City by 5 p.m. Like it is dark. So for me, I have just been so tired and like honestly the feeling is exhaustion (laughs) at the end of the day I just want to listen to a podcast cook a good meal and relax like I used to in the summer you know I would kind of be more into the working out after work vibe and -hmm. now that it's so so dark at night I just feel like waking up early is really easy for me so I might as well like you said wake up early at six Mm -hmm. and then like go to the gym and just feel better. Yeah. I guess. You always I, feel better. Like you seriously. You really and, do. And like I was even, I think Joe and I were talking about this the other day too. Cause we were like, I don't like, it's not really in my plan to work out every single day, but I was like, 
even if like you just go to the gym and like walk on the treadmill or something like just like move your body, even though it's not like we don't have a specific like lifting schedule for the day or whatever, like just go. So you don't like, I don't know. Cause then you can just make up an excuse in your head. Like me laying in bed with my alarm going off. Like, oh, I wasn't planning on going to the gym today. So I'm just going <laughs> to keep sleeping. And like, I do that shit all the time. So I know <laughs> I'm, I'm bad about that too. When I don't have, I'm, I'm good about like when I'm, when I tell myself I'm going to do something, I always do it. Like I'm very serious when I set goals for myself, even if I don't tell anyone, like I, I take that really seriously. So like, I will tell myself the night before and Caleb hates, I do this sometimes. So I will be like, am I working out in the morning or not? If I am, I need to know now because Mm -hmm. sometimes if I'm not working out in the morning, I'll be like, Oh, you know, I'm going back to bed. It's snooze. Like, let me just lay down for the 20 minutes and 20 minutes turns into an hour. And then I have to wake up and log on for a 7.30 a.m. call and it's just not fun. Mm, so no, I agree. Early mornings, I just feel more productive and knowing that at night when it gets so dark here, I just start like I can feel my body and my mind shutting down like earlier now. Winding down. Yeah. Yeah. In and the same I, way. Think, I think it's also natural. Like if the sun is going down, I think it's normal for our body to kind of realize it's time for us to wind down Mm -hmm. so just trying to go with the flow yeah I love that okay cool well this was a good chat